keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for Bunyan Country Second in with Carl Adams at Timberline Sports in Black Duck. And, uh, Carl, um, the fishing has been uh, pretty good this summer. I, I really have had very few negative reports. I know we're getting into July now. It's supposed to be slowing down. What's happening up north? You know, and we, we're hearing kind of the same thing here. As as, as far as uh, a full year, we've had a, our bite stayed really good, uh, at least on, at least on Black Duck and, and the, kind of the surrounding lakes right around here. Red's had some little slow periods where it's got stirred up or too much wind to fish and some of that with these storms rolling through. But Black Duck Lake has stayed real good. Uh, it'll have uh, a couple of days that have, you know, maybe it'll have a slow day in here or there, but never any extended period. Most days the fishing stayed real good. What is going on in Black Duck this year? Well, we, we have a real, there's a real good population of, of like 14 to 16 inchers, and those things have uh, been willing to bite most of the time. Now, we have got into the summer programs um, where, where the fish are going to be, a lot of days it's going to be sunny out, they're going to be in the weeds. Um, there's going to be days where they move out on some of the bars, uh, and you just got to try to fish the ones that move up on top. Those ones that move up on top are usually willing to, willing to bite. Um, and it's been mostly leeches and crawlers then. Um, we still have a... There's still been some guys slip bobber in the leech. It's it's lasted way longer than it usually does. Uh, where guys right go out in the evening and do that, but otherwise there's been guys trolling spinners and and crawlers, spinners and leeches, uh, and just plain plain hooks or lindy rigs during the day with a a leech or a crawler and catching some fish. I think one of the things going on, obviously, is our equipment's better. But I think uh, most anglers are they're a little more savvy than they used to be, and they're a little more diverse than they used to be, and that helps them in these tougher times. And I, I I agree with that. I think you're right. I think you hit that one on the on the head. It's there's a there's definitely. I think fishermen have learned to catch these fish during the summer a, a better than what we have. Our electronics are better, so you can find them, and, and the fish has stayed pretty decent. Have those uh, fish that are in the in the weeds are they biting? Is it worth uh, trying to get through the weeds to get them? It is, and that that's the the days when you can't catch them on the bars, and there has been some of those. There's almost always some fish that you can get through through the weeds. They're not always as easy to catch, and that's why. Uh, They'll survive in there for a little bit. But guys have been trolling uh, spinners either right on the edge or almost going right through them, uh, catching some fish. Um, and that's been one of the better ways to do it. You can sometimes anchor up and slip bobber right in them, and you can, uh, uh, you can just pitch a jig right in them and just kind of hit the pockets and catch some fish too. So you, you can catch some fish in there. Now, um, the way you're making it sound, and maybe I'm reading you wrong, but it's not just low-light periods. We can catch fish during the day, no, too? I think uh, I think there's been some day bite, and we usually will see that happen as the <clears throat> as we get a little bit of an algae bloom. The, the lake's not quite as... Uh, um, you know, not quite as clear as it was a little while ago, and and guys have been able to catch some fish even in the daytime. Now we've also seems like we have storms rolling through pretty frequently, and I think sometimes that'll help those bites as some clouds roll in. We haven't had the uh, the dead calm uh, sunny days for a while, and those are the days that get really tough to catch fish. But uh, um, we've had we've had some wind or some clouds, and and if you have some of that, you can usually catch some fish. And again, as you mentioned, Red Lake, it seems like the only time it cools down is when uh, when those storms make the uh, water a little bit rough. Yeah, yep. It's the opposite of Black Duck. If, if you have one of those dead calm sunny days, they do bite. Um, and uh, the more of them in a row, it seems like the better the bite gets. Um, but we've had, we've had some storms rolling through. We've had a lot of high wind things that kind of rile up that, uh, that shallow water and, and slow the bite down a little bit. 
And I know that uh, one of the deadly uh, combinations people use on, on uh, red is trolling spinners. Trolling spinners and trolling crankbaits are probably the two main techniques that they've been uh, doing up there. And you see that on a lot of lakes in the in the summertime, that those two techniques, you're covering a lot of water, finding the aggressive fish, and you can catch some fish. Any particular spots on red we should be looking at? Well, a lot of times when we do get some wind, which we've had, um, you can still find some fish out on the on the structure that's out there, and there's not a lot, but... Uh, you know, the rock or the center bar are all away from shore, and those things will hold some fish even when, uh, uh, you know, when the other stuff has got stirred up. So the first day it's calm. A lot of times you want to fish some of that. Uh, but otherwise, the majority of fish still hold along the shoreline up there, and, and we just kind of got to wait for it to, to calm down a little bit and the, the lake to settle, and then those fish will bite again. Still to come, we hear from Dr. Andrew Hayes from Bemidji State University as we have another question for the aquatic biologist. But first, more great fishing advice from Carl Adams. Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, where fishing is more important than pretty much everything. We are checking in with Carl Adams from Timberline Sports and Black Duck. We've talked about Black Duck and we've talked about Red. What about any other lakes in your area? You know, the panfish bite, the bass bite, the northern bite, those things have all been going really strong. So <clears throat> so all of our lakes around, uh, you know, Gull, um, Pamoosh, those type of lakes where guys are, there's a multi, multi-species lakes where a guy can go mess around. You can catch a lot of, the bluegill bite's been really good on those lakes. Um, so so the late, almost all of our lakes, if you're willing to just go out there and fish for fish, you're going to catch some. Um, you know, the walleyes get a little tougher in July and August, and this, this July and August have been a little better than normal. But uh, they usually will slow down a little bit. But if you're willing to go to one of those lakes where they and just fish for, for whatever's biting and you throw a leech or a crawler or even a minnow or something down there, you're going to catch something. And, and it seems like those other species get more aggressive this time of year. Okay. Yeah, you got a, you've got a lot of great bass and, uh, and uh, northern and uh, panfish waters up there. We do. It seems like uh, the lakes between between Bemidji and Black Duck are are all plump full of all of those other species, um, and they, and they, those species don't always get targeted as much. Um, so a lot of times you can go to a lake and and spend some time there, and you can uh, uh, catch a mixture of fish. You know, whether it's Turtle River or, or uh, you know Big Turtle, um, Gull Lake. All those lakes have been really good uh, with multi species. Uh, a fish. Have you heard much from, uh, do you ever ever hear much from uh, Lake of the Woods anglers? And we get a lot of traffic up there, and it's been a really good year up there, too. It's been one of those years where they haven't uh, slowed down much at all. Um, the issue there is, again, the wind, where a lot of guys don't like to travel up there. If uh, if you get very much for wind, it'll slow it down. But that bite up there has been excellent all year, and has, has main, that bite has maintained. Uh, it's been a really good year up there, too. Have you heard anything from, uh, you know, all the other fish, the sturgeon, muskies, bass, anything from... Sturgeon fishing opened up a little over a week ago or whatever, and it's uh, the first guys going up there did really well. It's been, uh, that bite was real strong in the river um, after the, uh, you know, after it opened back up, and so that, there's been a bunch of guys going there. And then from everybody I've talked to, the muskie bite in the Canadian waters has, uh, so you're having some traffic heading up to up to Canada, but that, that muskie bite started earlier than normal. A lot of times it doesn't start uh, up there till the end of July or the beginning of August, and, and this year it seemed like it's been real strong right from opener. So, Well, when you have a day to go fishing, what lake do you like to hit? You know, I spend a lot of time out here on Black Duck. It's, a, it's definitely a, a good lake. I do make some uh, trips up to Island and, and uh, some tri- trips down to Gull, right around here and they've all been real good 
I'm not afraid of Bemidji too. That's been a, been a really good year down there. I've made some made some uh, trips down there. I do uh, change it up more than probably most people. I fish a lot of different lakes and and they all seem to be really good. Yeah, it's been a it's been like I say, it's been a real solid year. We haven't had very many down reports at all. Yeah, it has been. It's been a been, we've had some really good fishing around. Okay, so uh, but if you're going north, uh, if it's windy, go on black duck. If it's still, go on red. That's a that's a pretty good. Uh, technique if to if you want to figure out where they're biting if you grab off that those two lakes have both been really good as long as the the weather's right and you guys at timberline have all the bait and tackle we need and all the good advice too right we sure do that's perfect all right carl adams from timberline sport with all the details on fishing up north carl thanks for your time today we appreciate it yep thanks kev ask the aquatic Once again, time to ask the aquatic biologist another tough question, actually from one of his students. Dr. Andrew Hayes, by the way, from Bemidji State University, is always joining us. Andy, we've heard about the, the lake shutoff, the lake shutoff. What's actually going on when a lake, quote, shuts off? Well, I think it's one of two things. Uh, so maybe the fish stopped biting, right? Mm-hmm. So it, there's only two possibilities, really. <laughs> the fish stopped eating or stopped biting. Or they change their behavior, right? Mm-hmm. There's only two that I can really think of that are even possibilities. So what could cause a fish to stop eating? Well, uh, for those of you that like to walleye fish, right, a change in light levels is a big factor, right? They are, there's this thing in aquatic biology and just ecology in general called optimal foraging theory where a, an organism is only going to feed when it is very beneficial, right? They, they want to spend as little energy as possible uh, and minimize risk of predation to try to catch their prey. So yeah. walleye are really good at feeding in low light conditions, so why would they eat during the day? They're not going to – they might miss 90% of the time, right? When at night, they'll only miss 40% of the time. Okay. Right, so a change in an environmental condition like that. Imagine you're on a hot perch bite or something like that during the middle of the day or a northern pike if you like to fish for them, and a big cloud comes over, right? the light level just changed under the water. And that could influence whether a fish is even willing to consider eating or not because of the risk of a miss. When a fish attacks and misses, they're expending energy. And if they do that enough times, they're not going to be able to reproduce. Right. Okay. So there, that's one of the big things. Temperature change, a, a light level change, influenced either the bait to move or uh, just them to have this kind of calculation go on that says it's not worth my effort anymore right okay the other thing could be just a change in behavior right so lots of times i think that well imagine you've heard about people chasing perch around right maybe Mm -hmm. there's just a school that you're you know if you're hunkered down in your your ice hole and (laughs) they're over there instead of right here that could be it right they've just moved not that they stopped biting Exactly. So, okay. Okay. So we can go back to the cloud scenario again. Imagine people talk about these storm fronts and pressure changes all the time. And I think a big thing that's really going on there is that light level has changed when clouds roll in and water movement patterns have changed because of the wind, right? And I think that those are going to cause fish to change where they're located a great deal. Fish don't want to stay in where the waves are hitting the bottom. They have to expend energy to stay there then. They might move just deeper than the wave occurs in the water and at that point where there's still enough light for them to actively feed. And as an angler, oftentimes, at least I'm not, 
quick enough to pick up on that. So it takes us, there's this delayed time. We've located where the fish are. Okay, something happens in the environment. They move. How long does it take for us to figure out where they move to? Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big part of this, especially if you're in the middle of the day, hot perch bite. It's not like they're going to stop eating. Right. right. There's, that doesn't make sense to me. What makes sense is something changed to cause them to move and you haven't picked up on where they're at yet. Right. Okay. So, so those are two big things. So they didn't shut off. We're just not smart enough. That could be one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting really smart, right? We have technology now that can really locate fish very quickly. And the other alternative is entirely possible. Maybe they've tricked me and ate all my fathead minnows and they're full. You know? yes. <laughs> so I well, Maybe you, they actually did stop eating. I, I do. I have noticed, and I've done this show for a number of years now, that as we get more sophisticated, as we understand the fish more, as we've got the electronics going, I don't hear of those dead times as frequently. You know, yeah, it's, it's, still, it's a much more difficult bite in the summertime than it is in the spring and the fall. No question. But you don't hear those. You know, I used to go weeks trying to find a good report just to get something on the air. I don't have to worry about that anymore. We figured things out. Right. I just One of my graduate students was just doing their thesis defense, and they talked about this a little bit, about how this technology has really the common fishermen these days. Even if fish populations are low in a system, we are still really good at finding them and catching them. Right. So, yeah. Uh, there's some big changes that have occurred as a result of that technology and they're probably largely good changes because they've kept people interested and gotten us out there right and that's yeah. a lot better than sitting at home watching tv so that's a fact yes <laughs> dr andrew hafes from Bemidji state university thank you for your time today thank you